0: okay it's eight o'clock uh here on the east coast um brother michael d'angelo here with you um, let this mind be in you this is our first uh live uh attempt at a broadcast so it's going to be interesting I, I don't know who all is going to join there might not be any i'm looking at my my page and um, don't see anybody on there yet but that's okay um, so we're just going to sit here and uh, study through hebrews one uh, as i mentioned earlier uh, if you saw the video, and um, maybe try this every once in a while to go live, and uh, it just, there's going to be some kids in the background, you'll be able to hear my uh, my young babies, uh, they're upstairs with their mom right now, uh, getting ready for bed, so, and I'll be drinking coffee, so
1: um, please uh, permit me that. and um well
0: we have we did have one person watching, but not anymore. <laughs> so this is gonna be interesting so all right um so if you saw the last video we we just went through some basic um background information on the book of Hebrews, kind of like uh some of the uh discussion about maybe who was the one that uh penned it um wrote it down, we said that that was uh, you know not the most important thing Uh, the most important thing is that we know that all scripture is given by inspiration Um, so we know that no matter who actually god used to write it down god was the one that wrote it Um, and we believe that here Uh, we believe the king james bible is the um, bible to the english-speaking people that god has preserved Uh, it's infallible it's inerrant meaning that there is no mistakes in it so um, and the only way we can learn is to um through the power of the Holy Ghost to just read and uh not try to not try to extract any of our own thoughts out of it, but just let the spirit teach as we read line by line precept upon precept um like i'm gonna go over here and check this
1: every once in a while and um nobody has of yet, but it looks like my stream is at least uh, good, I guess. Stream health is good. So anyways, if,
0: uh, if you join me, if you're, if you're watching, if you come in here, is to just, uh, maybe post a little comment, say, Hey, I'm here. Um, I'm watching, following along with you, and um, if you're watching at home and following along, uh, we're going to be in Hebrews chapter 1, in verse 1, again, Uh, so get your Bibles open. Um, One of the greatest things about being, at least in this country, is that we have such easy access to the Word of God, Um, and then even you can pick up your, your cell phone. And put an app, there's uh you can get a King James Bible app uh for free. Um there's no excuse for us not reading God's word. So um but again, I'm I want to have a good time with this. I want this to be interactive. So if you're if you end up watching or just go ahead and make a comment, say, hey, I'm here. Um I'm looking at
1: my chat right now. And let's see. This is all this is all new. I I haven't done this before, obviously, as far as trying to figure out how this actually works. Yeah, I, I don't know how this works, <laughs> but that's okay. Um,
0: All right, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, and um, I love how this starts out. Again, we... Um, we mentioned in the last video, I mentioned in the last video talking about um, that usually if this was a, an epistle of Paul that he would start out by inter- saying such. Um, but go back and watch that introduction to Hebrews video for that. Uh, so let's just start reading and uh, let the Spirit teach. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Okay, let's stop right here and let's just break down the verse. So God, very first, first and foremost, that's the very first word, and that's as awesome. Who at sundry times, which just means um, at different times. Um, so back in the like you would say the Old Testament days, or during the days of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, um, different times throughout the course of history, God has spoke in sundry times, that's what it means, different times, and in diverse manners. It just means in different ways. In different ways God has spoke to man. Um throughout history though the completed word of God that we have um was not available. Uh there was men were sometimes spoken to directly by an audible voice from God. Um there was all sorts of different things. Uh we think of um Let's see in our, our our local church here that uh that we fellowship with we have started both in Hebrews and also in exodus and in speaking in exodus, you see the account there of Moses was spoken to by God out of a burning bush um there's another account of a donkey speaks to balaam um that's a it's an interesting account if you're new to the bible uh look up just make sure you're reading the Word of God I mean just absolutely amazing things in there Um, but a donkey was used to speak to man Um, so there's there's different ways in which God spoke to and when it says unto the fathers by the prophets that was to the fathers of old meaning their ancestors Uh, remember the book of Hebrews was written to the nation of Israel Um, thus the title of the book Hebrews Um, a lot of the language in this is is very uh, I would say Jewish in nature. Again, if um, if you're watching, um, along with, just make sure you're putting a comment here. And I'll, if you put a
1: question, I'll make sure I try to see that and um, make sure I'm following along. Okay? All right. So, let's go to verse 2. Uh, so, let's read verse
0: 1 again to kind of in context. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in times past, unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Now, just in this one verse alone, there's so much doctrine in it. It's 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 incredible. You could probably spend just in these very first two verses, we could spend weeks, literally weeks, going through different parts of the Bible. But um, I, I just wanted to point something out here. Um, I had not noticed this until uh, a good friend of mine was teaching through the book of Hebrews. Um, I believe it was last Sunday, and when he was when he was speaking, he, he spoke about half in these last days. And when he said that, it's sp- it just jumped out to me. Um, you can look all over YouTube. You can look all over anywhere, and they're always talking about we're in the last days we're in the last days uh the, you know the apocalypse is coming and different things that you'll hear um it's interesting to me that this was written almost 2000 years ago and it says hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son so <laughs> if you think about that ever since Jesus Christ died was buried and was rose again and ascended into heaven and then when it says that he walked with, he was seen of his disciples and others, lots of people saw him for about 40, it says for 40 days afterwards, and then he ascended into heaven. And then a week later, sent his Holy Spirit into the world, sent his spirit. Um, You read that in John where he says, I I will come to you. I will send my spirit. Um, When you see that, from that moment on, those were the last days. I mean, if you think about it, those from that point in time, Jesus could have returned again. Those are last days. And he, he this friend of mine spoke about these last days as simply meaning the, um, the church age, if you will, or the age of grace. There's people that like to label it different things. Um, but if we want to label it biblically, uh, if we want to speak and just make sure our words matter, if we want to label the time period that we live in right now, It's the last days. Well, what about a thousand years ago, Brother D'Angelo? Well, a thousand years ago, they were living in the last days. I'm going...
1: I have a point here. (laughs) Trust me on this. I have a point. Um, And after I take this sip of coffee, I'm going to get to it. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, So these last days... And so, like I said, there's a lot of,
0: there's a lot, you'll see a lot of people want to have controversial, um, discussions or they'll, they'll be, they'll be adamant on one way or the other. Um, if you're, like I said, if you're new, I have to be careful because I have to recognize that anybody that's going to be watching these videos, maybe for the first time, maybe you're newly saved. Um, if you're not saved, you're, um. It says that you're not able to even spiritually, even discern the word of God. Um, and again, follow, watch some of those videos, the salvation message that's in the introduction to this channel video. Um, but if you're new, newly saved and and you're, or you're just learning or, or you're just, maybe you've come from a background that, um, that have been taught a lot of traditions or ph- philosophical type things there's I want to be very careful about what I get into as far as doctrinally as far as deeply talking about it but there's a lot of discussion right now in different people we want to talk about when are the last days or when do does the church get raptured if you've heard that word before or when does the church get caught up out of here um, the Bible says it's called the catching away it's like um, if you Study the words that are, I believe it's in Thessalonians and other places. It's the the Greek word is harpazo, which is like a, like a snatching away or a catching away being removed when the body of Christ or the Christians are removed from this earth before uh, the Antichrist and so forth and so on. So there's a debate going around um, and has been for a long time, whether or not Christians go through any part of that period of time. Um, some people have labeled it the tribulation period. Some people have labeled it um, d- the apocalypse and every other thing that you can think of. Uh, the Bible calls it in Jeremiah the time of Jacob's trouble. Um, and that's going to be very important as we continue through the book of Hebrews um, to kind of see. But I just want people to understand that where I stand biblically is that what I see is that we've been living in the last days, since Jesus walked the earth? It says, "Hath in these last days spoken unto us by His Son, whom He hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also He made the worlds." Um, we are not to be, as Christians, concerned as far as looking and oh, is is this the Antichrist? Is 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 this going to happen? Is we are to walk by faith and to be. Um, Unconcerned about things of this world, the temporal things, Um, because if something were to happen and you you pass away and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're looking for that blessed hope. You have a you have life everlasting, and so it's not worth worrying about. Let's put it that way. Um, But I will tell you that uh, we'll get into it. Um, I guarantee we will about the time of Jacob's trouble and how. The Bride of Christ, the the church, the ones that are living in these last days are not meant for that time period. Um, That's another discussion for another day. If you have discussions about that or you you want to um, discuss that or, or, or view it differently, okay, that's fine. But come with the Bible. That's all I ask. If you want to debate something, debate it biblically. We can do that all day long. Okay. Um there's a there's a guy that likes to put out really slick produced videos and talks about how we're going to go into the tribulation period and and we'll have to endure to the end and all these different kinds of things. Um I don't believe that. I don't believe that biblically. Um and I have a whole host of reasons for that, but um that's not for today, but I just wanted to point that out. Hath in these last days. When I, when I saw last days, it just made me think, hmm, that's interesting. That's very interesting that it's saying these last days, meaning that they were already living in that time. In fact, uh John, in I believe it's first John, we're not going to turn there, but in 1 John, I believe it is, it talks about uh the spirit of Antichrist that already existed in the world during his day. Uh, folks, the, uh, the devil is not all-knowing. He doesn't have any idea what God's timeline is, has no idea whatsoever. Um, so he's always had to have that spirit in the world and have a man ready to go that fit the prophetic description of what the Antichrist is going to be. But God has ordained these things. He is sovereign. He's in control. Man can think that he's in control all he wants, and like, oh, he's going to do this, and these big conspiracies, and oh, they're going to do this. Look, God is in control. God sets the ways of the world. Right now, Satan is the prince and power of the air, but he still has, God still has to be asked permission of Satan to do things. Just look in the book of Job. He he still has to ask permission. And... Uh, other places, I believe it's in Romans, God ordains even the political leaders. So if you get if you find yourself being one of those that likes to uh, I guess uh get too wrapped up into political things, hey, do your do what's right, vote the Bible, and God will take care of the rest. So I went down a big tangent and a rabbit hole there, but uh that's okay. I just wanted to point that out um second part of the verse though in verse 2 the, like i said this is, we may not get very far into hebrews 1 there's so much here it says in the second part of it whom it hath whom he hath appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the world now uh turn in your bibles to romans uh chapter 8 this is another good thing um this is why studying with other believers being the church being the church, don't just people say, "Well, I'm going to church." I go to church. That's, there's no such thing in the Bible. They were being the church. All right, they gathered together. There's they they were the church. So, anyways, um, Romans eight in verse uh, sixteen, uh, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I want you to mark that in Romans 8, verse 16, Uh, the spirit itself beareth witness, beareth witness with our spirit. So the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit. Now, I just want to point this out because man is body, soul, and spirit. And in his spirit, I believe that when he talks about that is your mind. And the only way we can have the mind of Christ, remember, that's the name of this channel for a reason, is that we let the Holy Spirit do the teaching. If you're unsaved, you are, not, uh, you are not able to discern these things, spiritually speaking. And the Bible says you're dead in trespasses and sins, meaning that you're dead spiritually. Um, and one day, you will spend eternity, mind, body, and soul, um, spirit, body, soul, somewhere. And uh, I pray that uh, before it's eternally too late, that that place would be with God um, in the new heaven and new earth that we'll look at later on. But that's where I pray they in the, the, only way is through Jesus Christ. That's the only way you can't put yourself into it. So come to the end of yourself. And, um, the only way that the only thing that you can spiritually discern right now is your need for a savior. The Bible is very clear about that. The Holy spirit of God convicts you of your need of a savior and he convicts you of the fact that you're a sinner, and you can't do anything to redeem yourself. We're we're gonna find when we go down through Hebrews, um, talking about reconciliation and what Jesus Christ's death on the cross and him being buried and ra- rising again actually meant for you and I. It's just amazing. Um, but it says here, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. Here it is that we are the children of God. Um, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Uh, and now, folks, I don't want to go down too much of a um, a long rabbit trail on that one, but I so much about what that's that statement means but just for the sake of this study of hebrews whom he hath appointed heir of all things you notice do you realize christian that not only is jesus christ um, it says in philippians i believe it is going to be the only potentate the king of kings and the lord of lords and he's heir to everything um we're joint heirs with him because of who we are in Jesus Christ, nothing that we have done, but because of what he's done. That's simply incredible. Um, So if we have people on right now, we have viewers, make sure you're um, dropping a line, say, say something, say that who you are and um, that you're here. And that uh, if you have any questions, you also post those there as well. But, Heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Um, We'll get to this maybe a little bit further down, but let's just go ahead and get to it now. Uh, John chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verse 1. He said, Brother Michael, you said this was a study of the book of Hebrews. Well, yes. When you study the book of Hebrews, you're going to go all over the Bible because the Bible agrees everywhere there's no contradictions and so there you can go so many different places out of one verse because it all goes together and so we see there that um in verse number two whom also he made the world by whom also he made the world it's really interesting the fact that it's just kind of like almost a well by you know by him he also made the world wow that's the entire universe and that's that's pretty big (laughs) So, uh, but I just wanted to show John chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Wow. Okay, so there it is. So we already know that this is um, speaking of Jesus
1: Christ, the Word, um, the Son of God. Uh, Verse 3. Let's go ahead and go to verse 3. Verse 3. Who being in the brightness of his
0: glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins sat down the right hand of the majesty on high. Okay, let's break this verse down a little bit. Um, And we're going on close... 23 minutes or so. So we're doing decent. This is going to be a very long study for this book. But uh, verse 3, when it says, Who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Uh,
1: Turn in your Bibles now to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, and turn in verse, uh, we'll start in verse 12. Yeah, let's we'll start in
0: verse 12. It says, uh, they're giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. consist. Speaking of Jesus Christ here, it says, who is the image of the invisible God? Um, we'll, we'll have a different uh, study on the Godhead and all that kind of stuff later on. Um, but uh, there's, man, there's so much to that, that that could be another two or three years of a, of a study. But, um, when it talks about who the brightness of his glory and the expressed image of his person, it says that no man uh, in, I believe it's John one 18. Let's look there first. I might have a wrong note here. I might have the wrong note. John one eighteen. 18. Did I have the wrong note? No, that's the right one. Okay, so in John chapter 1, in verse 18, it says, No man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him or shown him. Um, later on in John, um, Jesus tells Philip, uh, one of his apostles, you've seen me, you've seen the Father, simply saying that he's the expressed image of the Father. Uh, Colossians 2, uh, 8 and 9, when it speaks about he is all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So right here when we see this he says that who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person the only way that any that man has ever had a ability to even see God is in Jesus Christ the bodily form. Um there's been different things people have seen God and like I said, you know, Moses talked to the burning bush and different things. Yes, God. But at the same time when man has seen has seen with his eyes God it's been in um, the form of a man, Jesus Christ um, later on in Hebrews it speaks of a uh, speaks of Melchizedek, and there's different things in there that makes me think uh, okay, Melchizedek is also um, a pre-incarnate or what we would say before he was manifest in the flesh. Jesus Christ, the son of God, um, was came and it was called Melchizedek. It's a very long study. And I, like I said, I want to be very brief on a lot of this things because I don't want to get too in the weeds, but the express image of his person, um, I, I it, somebody wants to correct me if I'm wrong, but a, uh, if I call that person over there, when I say what constitutes a person. Uh, this is why I'm so adamant against um, the the practice of abortion, um, is that I believe and, and that we are created in the image of God, and we are created body, soul, and spirit. When I see a person, I say that baby is a person. It's a body,
1: it's a soul, and has a spirit. Um, that's why I'm so, so, so much against that. Um,
0: and again, this is not the platform to be speaking on those things. Um, Jesus Christ heals all and he forgives all. Um, so, but, uh, when I speak about, when he speaks about the express image of his person, that's just what brings into my mind. If somebody wants to try to correct that, that's fine. Uh, but it, you need to be able to explain to me what, then what you constitute a person to be. Um, you know, terms have meanings and, you know, words have meaning. So let's, let's define our terms. But it says, and upholding all things by the word of his power. Now that statement right there goes back to even creation because he said he spoke the worlds into existence. The very fact, the very power of the words of God also in the book of Revelation destroys, creates, it can also destroy. Um, the Antichrist and different things, uh, different people try to come up against Jesus Christ. And uh, if you read in Revelation, he destroys them with the sword that proceedeth out of his mouth. By the way, the sword is the word of God. Uh, there's no, you can go through and do a study on that, but that is the word of God. Uh, when he talks about the different, the armor of the faith and different things like that, it talks about the sword of the spirit. We have that, brethren. Uh, so there it is. But when it talks about that and upholding all things by the word of his power, we exist. Atoms are able to coalesce and be forming into you know all these molecules and different things and scientific terms that puts my body together. It's not because of some sort of accident. It's because of the very word of God. By his word of his power, he holds all things together. That's amazing. It says upholding all things by the word of His power. Um, I I make a joke sometimes that I'm I'm not a Greek scholar. I didn't I didn't go to Bible college or any of these different things like that. I just know how to read English. And when it says all, that's what it means. That's everything. Anything you can think of. Well, what about this? Yep, that too. What about this? Uh huh, that too. All means all. Um, When He had by Himself purged our sins now when it says that when he had by himself this is verse three if you're following along here when he had by himself purged our sins remember the account of abraham and isaac um i love this account i think we're only going to get through three verses yeah we're probably only gonna get through three but that's okay um the account of abraham and isaac so abraham and isaac if you are new to the bible or if even if you're not um It's good to think about these things again. Abraham and Isaac went to go sacrifice because God said, hey, I want you to go sacrifice. And he tells Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your son. Whoa. If you're new to the Bible and you think, whoa, oh my goodness, what do you mean? It gets really, really good. It says that Abraham, if you read it in uh, in the book of Genesis, it says Abraham and his son traveled a three days journey, uh, three days journey. They traveled and they went up onto a mountain and Isaac turns to, of course, I'm paraphrasing all this stuff, but Isaac turns and tell, talks to his father, Abraham, and says, uh, father, you know, we have the wood, uh, we have fire here. We have all these things that to build an altar, but we don't have. sacrifice we don't have a lamb and abraham tells isaac god will provide himself a lamb the wording there is very uh, the very specific god will provide himself a lamb not god will provide the lamb himself no it says god will provide himself the lamb and it speaks of jesus christ being the lamb of god I, one of my favorite passages um, in all the Bible is in Revelation 4. So let's go over there and turn right there. Let's go to turn to Revelation 4. I, I use this. I go there oh, quite a bit. Revelation 4 and 5 and 6 are where I love to go. Uh, let's see. Let's instead of just reading all of this stuff for sake of time. Let's look in ver in verse one of chapter five. It's it's all good, and in context you need to read in context. But and I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, "Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof?" And look at this, and no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I, this is John speaking here, wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Uh, There was no man able, none. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book, and to loose the seven seals thereof. Speaking of Jesus, And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain. The Lamb of God, to take away the sins of the world, as John the Baptist said, There's the Lamb that purged our sins. When he had by himself purged our sins, the only one capable of purging your sins, of getting rid of the sin nature that man brought upon himself in the Garden of Eden, was God in the flesh. When you think about that, it it blows your mind. You, you, just, it, you, can't, you can't think about this stuff and just be like, well, I see exactly how this happens and, because it says by faith we have to believe this stuff. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You, you can't fully explain it. We just have faith in it and know that it is it is true. It makes a difference in your life. It changes us. It makes us new creatures, which we'll speak on when I talk about what is man. Um, I want to come out with a study pretty soon about that. But he, sat, he said he himself purged our sins. The only one capable of doing it. And then look what it says, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. So that's a position of power. Um, if you study it out um, in those times, the, the right hand of, of the king or the right hand was instituted, that was the power, that was the authority in the in the power. Remember it says here, upholding all things by the word of his power. Um, that represents that where it says, uh, sat down the right hand of majesty. It represents the power, the sovereignty, the it's, it it gives kind of, it's kind of like he's talking about a King, you know what I mean? Like in the, the very fact that he can say not guilty, guilty, he, he's the King. Um, and that's when it talks about the right hand, that's what it's speaking of is the right hand. It's, it's connotating that the position of authority. And, um, I, I want you for next time, when we go read this, there's a verse in Psalms 110, I'll turn back there. I want you to study it out, but this is, this is by way of prophecy. Jesus Christ was foretold. Remember the, the root of David. You know, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David. David does the Psalms here in Psalms 110, in verse 1. It says, The Lord said unto my Lord, uh, Look how that's spelled, the Lord. So God said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Now, that's a prophetic thing that we'll get into next time, but uh, we've almost gone 40 minutes. And um, if you watch this, Later on or something like that, um, I realized that 40 minutes is a long time. Um, We didn't have anybody join us as far as putting anything in the
1: chat, at least that I didn't see. Um, I didn't see anybody join us, I don't believe. Let me switch them through here. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. As far as I know I saw some people on there, but I just didn't see anybody post anything, which is understandable. So nobody posted anything, but if you were, um, if you did watch any part of the video,
0: make sure you put a comment down there just so I know, um, who, who tuned in, um, it says on my feed, there's three people watching. I don't know what that
1: means. I don't know if one of them's is me. <laughs> um, so anyways, but we only got through
0: three verses and I didn't even get to everything I wanted to get to in those three verses. Um, but um, if you do, if you know me personally, you know that I could go on for hours and hours and hours, but uh, nobody wants to sit and watch a YouTube video for hours and hours and hours. Also, um, as we finish up here, so, the podcast is live, so it'll take this live stream, and um, once it posts the YouTube and everything like that, it'll transfer over to that podcast. So when you're on Apple Podcasts, just type in a search, "Let this Mind be in you," and you'll you'll go right to it. Uh, it's got a picture of the Bible in my name, Michael d'Angelo, and uh just you'll be able to listen to the podcast anytime. Now, it's a video, but by downloading it real quick, um, you won't have to use your um your data your minutes or anything like that if you're traveling on the road um, what I like to do is um i'll like if I'm listening to like some preaching on youtube or something like that i you know I'll sync it to my car and I'll listen to it on the way to work and and home you know, the only problem is is i gotta leave the phone open you know if unless you pay for the youtube um, version that allows you to close your phone you know as far as turn it off Uh, so, but by doing podcasts, you can just do that without having to do that, if you get what I'm saying. So, uh, made that available. Also, uh, we have the Facebook page is up and running. We like to post on there. Um, like I said, I, I want to be more interactive. Um, I like, I see that people are liking the page. I see that, um, things, but, um, to be the body of Christ, if you're a born again believer, I want to hear from you. Um, I want to hear from you even if, um, you not quite sure, or you're questioning, or um, you have some questions about um, where you're going to spend eternity. Uh, I would love to talk to you. So the Facebook page is there. You can message me on there. Um, you can write comments. We we live in a digital age where communication shouldn't be any sorts of a problem. So reach out. Let's start the conversation. Let's start the uh, the dialogue. Let's let's get people in here. So. Um, if you're, if you're watching this, whether, uh, later on, or you're watching it live with me right now, um, let's just be interactive. Um, post your comments, post Bible verses, post encouragement. Um, uh, the world is, is, uh, wicked and, and, um, it gets to us. But that's why we're supposed to edify each other. So I'm looking to, that's what I'm looking to do with these videos. I'm looking to strengthen you, Christian. I'm i am looking to say, hey, look, you have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ, as it says in 2 Corinthians. So use it. 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians. I might have been off on that. 1 Corinthians 2. I always, whenever I say something, I got some like a thousand things running through my mind. And I want to be accurate on this. I have a thousand things running through my mind. Yeah, it's 1 Corinthians 2. I'm sorry.
1: 1 Corinthians 2. Uh, Yes. Verse 16. Yeah. For who hath known the mind of the
0: Lord that he may instruct us? It's a question. For who hath known it? But we have the mind of Christ. Meaning, like, it's impossible to know the mind of the Lord without the mind of Christ, um, which is the Holy spirit. So um, man, there's so much here. I, I think that's the danger with the, with his live stream. I don't want to stop because I want to
1: just keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. I do see somebody just posted on there. One of my former sailors the Brotsky family. Well, that's very cool to see you guys on there. I
0: Hey. Uh, it says thank you for the word. I not a problem. I I'm just here to proclaim it and um I'm so thankful that you guys uh tuned in. Um I believe you guys have two kids now. Uh, I hope I'm right on that. I I follow along a little bit on the on the Facebook a little bit and um I
1: spoke I think this is Mrs. Brotsky. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. But
0: anyways, but uh, I've been watching the little family growing there. It does my heart a lot of good to see um, you guys doing well. So thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for uh, posting a little comment. And uh, so we've been live now for
0: 43 minutes. And I got through three verses of Hebrews. <laughs> so, yeah, so we can hang out a little bit here. Um, you can ask questions or we can just uh, sign off here in a second.
1: I just wanted to make sure everybody and I got an opportunity. Again, thank you, Brotsky family, for tuning in. Uh. But yeah, like I was saying, this is the danger of having a a live stream because uh,
0: I could probably go on for a long time. I only I figured that we'd only get through three verses and I might I might even go back through that. Um because there's so much more and I know sometimes I'm all over the place, so again, if I said anything that was uh that maybe was a little bit confusing, please ask the question. I I recognize that in myself that I tend to ramble. I get excited and i want to like oh like okay and think about this and turn over here and turn over here and it does um get a little bit uh frenetic i guess you would say and and sometimes people um, tell me that and i understand that in myself and i get excited
1: about these things Um, but um so ask the question okay (laughs) hey, you said this, I
0: don't did you mean what you said by this? Or like, where did you go after that one? Um, I don't, I don't mind. Okay, so, um, but let's just read those last three verses again as a way of closing up and we'll hit probably right at 45 minutes. So it says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself Excuse me. purged our sins sat down on the right hand of majesty on high and then for to finish out the thought because there's not a period yet verse 4 we'll pick up there the next time being made so much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they in Philippians 2: 9 for next time read that at the name of Jesus
1: the name of Jesus
0: he's been attained a more excellent name than they so I think that'll be it um, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in um, I know that um, um, if you tuned in live that it's a it's a Friday night and you probably got things that you're going on in your everybody's busy life but um, please subscribe and watch and, um, send back feedback, write different things. And, um, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Um, I really do appreciate the opportunity. I thank God for the opportunity, uh, that, um, that the way I was in the past is no more. And, um, he's made a new creature in me, a new life. So thank God for that. But, um, we'll close out for now. I really appreciate the fact that you get you joined me here on Let the Spine Be in You. Um, maybe if if this was something that you guys like, posted and said, yeah, I I like the uh, the live interaction, uh, the ability to do that. We'll we'll do that more often, and then uh, we'll post the videos afterwards into the folder. So like this one will go into the Book of Hebrews uh, or Hebrews folder on live on uh, YouTube, so you can look it up anytime you want. Um or if you like the more you know professionally produced videos i if you I guess you would say where uh I edit out all my mistakes <laughs> and uh all those different things, so if you like those better more of the whatever uh, we can do those as well here, but um I'm looking at whatever makes it easier for people so I really don't know how to end uh, a live stream so I'll just end it. God bless. Uh, I'll see you next time on Let This Mind Be In You. Uh, please check out the channel. Please check out the Facebook page and also the the uh, Apple podcast. Let This Mind Be In You. Just uh, type it in there. All right. That's it for now. Thank you so much for joining me and um, I'll see you next
1: time. Thanks a lot.